And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, man, I could've kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents the best in classic radio. This hour on Hollywood 360, Bing Crosby stars in a Christmas edition of the Kraft Music Hall from 1944. Then Jack Benny goes Christmas shopping on part one of the Jack Benny program from 1949. With me to help present these radio classics is my executive producer, Mike Costello. What's up, Mike? Hi, Carl. Hey, look what I have here. Remind Magazine. Yeah, but you know what? It's the new and improved Remind Magazine because this is the January issue. And January 2018, Remind Magazine has not only expanded from a 56-page magazine to an 80-page magazine, but guess what? It's It's full color, right? Full color. Before it was not full color. And this issue, the January issue of Remind Magazine, has all kinds of brain teasers and articles on music and TV and movies, and it has trivia contests and fun. But the theme of this magazine is 1968. Oh, what a year. And there's articles about Elvis, about 2001, A Space Odyssey, about the Beatles, the Mod Squad, Star Trek, The Graduate, the movie The Graduate came out. 60 Minutes, Robert Kennedy, Vietnam, and much more. There's also a great picture of Goldie Hawn from Laugh-In on the cover, and you won't want to miss it. Now, I wrote uh, an article on Rod Serling for this issue. Oh, nice. Yeah, about the Twilight Zone. And, you know, I write for this magazine every single uh, issue. My column is called Radio 360. Uh, We also have our full broadcast schedule of Hollywood 360 in every issue. So the full January schedule of the classic radio shows that we play here on Hollywood 360 is in the magazine. But I got to tell you, when I got this in the mail and I opened it up and I saw that it's now expanded and it's all in color, it's just bigger and better than ever. Folks, you need to subscribe to this magazine. You will be so happy you did. You can pick it up at any Walmart store or any Barnes & Noble store across the country. But the best way to pick up an issue of Remind Magazine or to subscribe, which is even better, is to go to their website, remindmagazine.com, remindmagazine.com. You save about 60% off the newsstand price when you go to their website. So check out Remind Magazine, our main sponsor here on Hollywood 360. Okay, it is time now for the Craft Music Hall. The Craft Music Hall was a musical variety series. It came to NBC in 1933, lasting all the way to 1949. 
1933, it featured orchestra leader Paul Whiteman as the host. But by 1936, Bing Crosby took over, and he was the star of the series till 1946, so a long time, 10 years. And there were always guest stars and other crooners on the show and, and people like Jack Benny and Burns and Allen as guests. But in 1946, Crosby left to do his own series, The Philco Radio Time. And for a time, there were short-lived hosts. But then in 1947, L. Jolson took over. Jolson's pianist and sidekick, Oscar Levant, added sarcastic wit and charm to the show. The radio series ended in 1949 and made a move to television in 1956, replacing the Kraft Television Theater. But we have a good Christmas radio broadcast for you now from 1944, December 14th to be exact. It stars Bing Crosby. Here's part one of the Kraft Music Hall. When the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. It's Bing Crosby and the Kraft Music Hall with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Eugenie Baird, the Charioteers, Charles Henderson and the Kraft Choir, and the weird and whimsical baritone to end all baritones, Jerry Colonna. What's news, Bing? Well, Kensington, when Cole Porter, who's famous for devising sophisticated ditties, finds himself at home on the range, that's news. Doing his brand new cowboy ballad, Don't Fence Me In. Give me land, lots of land Under starry skies above Don't fence me in Let me ride through the wide Open country that I love Don't fence me in Let me be by myself In the evening breeze And listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees Send me off forever But I ask you please Don't fence me in Just turn me loose Let me straddle my old saddle Underneath the western sky Riding high On my cayuse Let me wander over yonder Till I see the mountains rise In the sky I want to ride to the ridge where the west commences And gaze at the moon till I lose my senses Cause I can't look at hobbles and I can't stand fences Don't fence me in Oh, give me land, lots of land under starry skies above Don't fence me in Me be by myself in the evening breeze and listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees. Send me off forever, but I ask you, please, don't fence me in, just turn me loose. Let me straddle my old saddle underneath the western side. On my couch, let me wander over yonder. I see the mountains rise. 
senses. Gaze up at the moon until I lose my senses. Cause I can't look at hobbles and I can't stand fences. Don't fence me in. Don't fence me in. No, no. Papa, don't you fence me in. Here's the chariot here, friends, in a very practical vein tonight. Very clever arrangement of straighten up and fly right. Here we A buzzard took a monkey for a ride in the air. Now, the monkey thought that everything was quite on the square. Who's the square? You. <laughs> the buzzard tried to throw the monkey off his back. Bop. But the monkey grabbed his neck and said, Now, look here, Jack. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Ain't no use of jiving. What's the use of jiving? Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Well, the buzzer told the monkey, you're choking me. Really sure, hold and I'll set you free. The monkey looked the buzzer right dead in the eyes. And your story's so tattooed. It sounds like a lie. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Look out, Jack. You're snapping your cap. Ain't no use of jiving. What's the use of jiving? Straighten up and fly right. Blow your top. Well, the buzzer told the monkey you're choking me. Release your hold and I'll set you free. The monkey looked the buzzer right dead in the eye. And said, the story so touching. It's still alive. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Very good, men, very good. You know, Jerome Kern has written some of our finest melodies, songs that are musically eminent and international in their appeal. His latest job for the Deanna Durbin picture marks his silver anniversary, the 25th score that he's written. Yip Harburg wrote the words for this particular song from the score, and if I can handle it right, I'm sure you'll agree that it's one of Mr. Kern's best songs.
than thrilling To share this dream that needed fulfilling More and more I'm less and less season, name of Eugenie Baird, has just been here a short time, so California's kind of new to her, too. You like it out here, Eugenie? Well, Bing, I don't think I've ever lived any place where there were so many happy men. Many happy men? What makes you think that? Well, everywhere I go, they're always whistling. Mm-hmm. Well, you're all right till they begin barking, and you better <laughs> break into a run. Didn't the, didn't the boys that you knew back east break out a whistle when they... Flushed a ch- sharp chick? Hmm? Why, no, Bing. My boyfriend in New York never wasted time whistling. That's so. <laughs> Seems a very practical fellow. What say you carry on with the chanson here? Eugenie's going to give us a tune popular in La Belle France. It's known to us over here as My Heart Sings. Of a sudden my heart sings When I remember little things The way you dance and hold me tight The way you kiss and say goodnight
much surprise The starlight gleaming in your eyes Remembering all those little things All of a sudden my heart sings All of a sudden my heart sings Lovely, really smooth. Comes now a stellar personality in the vocal world. That brilliantly balmy, barrel-chested baritone with the barrel tones, that singing Joe Stalin, <laughs> gentle Jerry Colonna. Greetings, Bing. Shall we sing high in a high? Wait a minute, hmm? Jerry. Before breaking into the louder stuff, there's a few things that I must know. Obviously, you've studied voice, but under whom? Who did you study under? Gaddy Kazaza or... Gaetano Marola, perhaps? No, oh, under the runway in Minsky's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you jest, Jerry. Not much, but you jest a little. Surely that, that golden voice, that fabulous breath control, that's not just pure happen chance, is it? Oh, of course not. My, my mustache is really responsible. Mustache? <laughs> that brush there, huh? Well, in what way is that parsley p- patch responsible? What does it do? Strain out the clinkers or what? No. <laughs> No, it keeps my nose warm. Keeps your nose? Well, why do you want to keep your nose warm? Want to be different from the other Cocker Spaniels. I... <laughs> well, I've heard you sing, Professor, on uh, Senior Hope's Tuesday Night Error. Error? Op- <laughs> optional spelling in there. <clears throat> do you just sing at random, or does uh, Robert conduct you through uh, your rousing roundelays? Oh, uh, Hope stands in the wings and gives me a signal. Mm. Conducts from the wings, huh? What does he do? Wave a stage brace or something? No, no. Taps me on the shoulder with his nose. Uh, (laughs) Tell me. Not yet. I just... (laughs) We're going to break out into something. Look, uh, Hedgehead, uh, do you intend to make this thing your career, this vocal thing? Are you going to build on it? Oh, no, no. I sing just to kill time. You've got quite a weapon, too. (laughs) I'll just pass the word to John Scott Trotter if you want, and you can rip out a roulade right here. What key do you sing in, Jeff? Anything at all would do. First I sing high, then I sing low, high, low, high, low, high, low, high, low. How do you achieve a range like that? Got my Adam's apple on a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can't win here. I've got to finish out of the money. Will you sing something? And it'll be something. By all means. I'm... <laughs> You in the morning when old Bob White gives his call, Caroline. Caroline. I miss you at the sunset when the evening and the shadows are fall. Caroline. Caroline. I miss you when the moon beams upon the river shine. Oh, can't you hear me calling? Are you Caroline? Caroline, it's my heart calling the dime. 
Caroline, sweet yellow mine. Your eyes define those lips like wine. Things are so fine, we're off to dine, partake of wine, my Caroline. Oh, press to mine, your lips divine. My Caroline, your eyes, they shine with love divine. If any swine dare try to dine you, Caroline, I'll make the swine drink iodine. <laughs> For you are mine and I am thine. You're just my kind. Do not decline, my love divine, for tears of brine will streak my spine. And when you sign on the dotted line, things will be fine. And I'll be fine. And your hopes will be fine. Fine. But you know I can't find a rhyme. <laughs> well, can't you hear my lips praying? Can't you hear my soul saying? Can't you hear me calling? What's the matter, you deaf or something? Caroline, you hear me shout? Caroline, 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 won't you be mine? How do you answer me, Caroline? The song is almost over. Too late, it's over. That's the first portion of the Craft Music Hall. More after these words. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Now back to the Craft Music Hall. Not so very long ago, Mr. Irving Berlin had the pleasant inspiration to weave a story and song around our national holidays. You may recall it as Holiday Inn. It was the tale of a restive lad who... Wanted to rest. Wanted to give up the gay, giddy whirl of cafeteria society. He thought he'd exchange his exhausting career as a crooner for fun on a farm. Thought farm life was for the lazy. Foolish boy. Yes, the simple life's for me, he told his inner man. And the two of them, they made a lovely couple, were so pleased that they just burst right into melody. Let's start the new year right Twelve o'clock tonight When they dim the light Let's begin Kissing the old year out Kissing the year in Let's watch the old year die With a fond goodbye And our hopes as high as a kite How can our love go wrong if we start the new year? Bring out the old year, let's start the new year right. But that boy found an out. He opened an inn, planned to reconvert his farmhouse, keep it open only on our 15 big national holidays, thus giving him 350 non-working days. A genius, that boy, really. Giving Irving Berlin a chance to create songs commemorating such a day as Abraham Lincoln's birthday. For example. Was born a February morn, a tiny baby boy was born. Hit 
1960, he became our 16th president. Now he's in the Hall of Fame, a most respected gem. And that is why we celebrate this Wondering whether or not there was romance in this deal, there sure was. And très compliqué, too. Something about our boys' former nightclub partners. A gentleman dancer and a gentle doll trying to cut in on the loot. And there was another babe in the picture, too, making this thing quite a magilla. Along about Valentine's Day, our lad decided to do a bit of lyrical leveling. Be careful, it's my heart. It's not my watch you're holding, it's my heart. It's not the note I sent you that you quickly burned. It's not the book I lent you that you never returned. Remember, it's my heart. The heart with which so willingly I part. It's yours to take, to keep or break. But please, before you start, be careful. It's my Then came spring, and L'Amour was simpler. And so was our boy. Came robins and crocuses and sulfur and molasses. Came even Easter. And that light-hearted lad joined right into the love parade. In your Easter bonnet, with all those frills upon it, you'll be the grandest lady in the Easter Fifth Avenue The photographers will snap us And you'll find that you're in the room to grab yours Oh, I could write a sonnet About your Easter bonnet And of the girl I'm taking To the Easter parade Well, our hero was a business success Even though his harmony was a little off And even though his love life got loused up But success took our happy little band to Hollywood Where our faithful boy wound up with the chick of his choice. And there amidst the California sunshine and showers, I mean flowers, 
In the outstretched arms of the agents, they settled among the orange blossoms. And they dreamt about the happy days back in their Connecticut home, up above Hartford, just a little below zero. To this very day, they appreciate the red Pacific sunsets and the blue Burbank skies. But most of all, they miss a white Christmas. next Thursday when our usual Christmas show will include the Kraft Choral Society with Bing singing Adeste Fidelis and Silent Night and with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra Eugenie Baird and the Charioteers. Jerry Colonna appeared on tonight's show through the courtesy of Pepsodin. This is the National Broadcasting Company. That's the Kraft Music Hall from December 14, 1944 with Bing Crosby and all his gang. Cast included Jerry Colonna with Ken Carpenter announcing sponsored by Kraft is heard on NBC. This is Hollywood 360. I'm your host, Carl Amari. And before we tune into part one of the Jack Benny program, I want to remind everyone listening that we do have a podcast for this show. Just go to Hollywood360radio.com. Many of our radio stations are not able to carry our full four hours. And if that's the case, you want to listen to our full four hours because we broadcast four hours every week, even though some of our stations carry less hours of the program. So just go to Hollywood360radio.com, check out our podcast. Also, there's pictures at the uh, website, and there's uh, our schedule, all kinds of fun stuff. And we have a uh, Facebook page, too, right, Mike? Yeah, Hollywood 360 Radio. Yeah, just go to Facebook and search us. And when you go there, please like us at Facebook. All right, it's time now for Jack Benny. This is a broadcast from December 18th, 1949. Jack goes Christmas shopping, and on the show, Mary buys Jack a pencil sharpener for Christmas. Ooh, big spender. Let's tune it in. Part one of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program, transcribed. Starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Quartet, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Beverly Hills. It's morning, and hundreds of people, brimming with the Christmas spirit, are waiting for the local department store to open its doors. Oh, Mary. Mary, where are you? Here I am, Jack, right behind you. Oh, yes. 
Say, Mary, how'd you like the way I wiggled myself through this crowd, right up to the front of the line? Yeah, those rumble lessons you took from Arthur Murray really helped. I'll say. When we started, we were way at the end, and now there's only one man ahead of me. Hello, Jack. Hello, Mr. Murray. (laughs) Oh, look, look, Mary, they're getting ready to open the store and let the crowd in. I can see the manager walking over to the floor walker. Jasper. What is it, Mr. Simpkins? It's almost time to open the store. Are all the clerks at their stations? Yes, sir. Good. You will open the doors in ten seconds. Are you ready for final inspection? Yes, sir. Hair? Comb. Chin? Out. Jacket? Crest? Carnation? Moist. Good. (laughs) It is now nine o'clock. You may open the doors and guide our customers into the store. Yes, sir. New train! Get out! Get out! New train! Get in there! Get up! Get in there! Get going in! Come on in! New train! Here! Yeah! Here! Yeah! Mule train? Yes! Jasper, how could you do a thing like that to our customers? When I saw those faces, I couldn't control myself. (laughs) Wait here, Mary. I'll be right back. Jack, don't get into it. Never mind. Say, mister, are you the manager? Uh, Yes, I am. Well, as one of your steady customers, I resent being ushered into the store like a mule. I apologize, sir. I've never been I said, I apologize. Put your ears down. Now, look, mister... Jack, I told you not to get into it. Come on. Oh, all right. Jack, I'd like to go to a store with you just once where you don't get into an argument with everybody. Look, Mary, I'll admit that sometimes it may be my fault, but not this time. Imagine driving customers into a store yelling mule train. Well, don't stand there complaining. Go have your coat fixed. My coat? His whip tore your sleeve off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I'll just pin it and then fix it when I get home. Come on. Mary, what do you think I ought to get for my sister Florence in Chicago? Oh, I don't know. It ought to be something nice. You know, Mary, I have no brothers and no other sister. Florence is my only close relative. I ought to get her something really nice. Uh, what'd you get her last year? A pencil sharpener. (laughs) Oh, how sweet, Jack. But then she is your only sister. Yeah. (laughs) After all, you know... Jack, let's go outside and come in the store again. Why? I want that guy with a whip to get another crack at you. (laughs) Nothing doing. He had his chance. Anyway, I can't understand a store like this bringing customers in just the way... Hey, pardon me, mister. Did you see my wife? Huh? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Did you see my wife? No, I haven't. As a matter of fact, I don't even know your wife. Then how do you know you didn't see her? Now, mister, how would I know... I can't stand here jabbering. I better go look for her. Chloe! (laughs) Now, come on, Mary. Let's go. Oh, Jack, look. There's Dennis. Where? Oh, yes. Hey, young man, what can I do for you? Gee, I don't know what to get for my mother. She goes horseback riding a lot. Maybe she'd like it if I buy something for the horse. Well, say, mister... Yes? How much is that horse collar? Horse collar? Yes, that white one hanging up there on the wall. Young man, this is the plumbing department. (laughs) Just what is it you're looking for? I don't know, but I'd like to get something for my mother. Well, I can call the ladies' department and save you some time. Did you have anything in mind? Yes, sir. I think a dress would be nice. Oh, that's an excellent idea. 
What size dress does your mother wear? 36. 36? Uh-huh. I think I ought to get her a nightgown, too. Size 58. Now, wait a minute, son. If your mother wears a 36 dress, why would she wear a 58 nightgown? She doesn't sleep in her girdle. <laughs> young man, young man, I think you're a little confused. However, I will admit there is a little variation in size, but very slight. Gee, I hope that movie company doesn't find out. Movie company? Yeah, they want my mother to take off her girdle to advertise their new picture. What picture? Lost Boundaries. Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh-huh. Those men's shirts in that case across the aisle, are they real silk? Oh, yes, they are. They'd make a wonderful gift for your father. Oh, they're not for my father. I'd like to buy them for Jack Benny. Jack Benny? Do you know him? Oh, sure. He's on one of my shows. <laughs> Dennis. Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Doing your Christmas shopping? Yeah. Gee, I was just going to decide on Mr. Benny's gift, and he had to walk up and spoil the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry, kid. I, I didn't know you wanted to be a secret. Yeah. Now you'll have to close your eyes. Okay. Got him closed? Uh-huh. Okay, mister. You can wrap it up now and put it in a shoebox so he won't know it's a shirt. <laughs> can I open my eyes now? Yeah. Gee, that was a close one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, say, Mr. Benny, while my packages are being gift-wrapped, would you like to step over to the music counter and hear a record I just made? Oh, sure, kid. Come on. Oh, miss? Yes? Do you have the latest record made by Dennis Day? You mean I must have done something wonderful? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, would you play it, miss? I'm sorry, but our record player is broken. Broken? <laughs> yeah, all day yesterday, every five minutes, some curly-headed jerk kept requesting, that's what I like about the South. <laughs> I think I know who you mean. Uh, why didn't you tell him that you refused to play it? And get hit with a ham hock? <laughs> oh, yes, he's never without one. Gee, and I wanted you to hear my record. Yes, I bet it's a swell record. Say, Mary, don't you think that song will be a... Mary? Now, where did Mary go? Oh, she's way over there at the end of the counter. Oh, yes. May I uh, wait on you, miss? Yes, uh, I'd like to get something for a gentleman. A gentleman? Your uh, husband? Uh, no, my boss. He's been nice to me, and I'd like to show my appreciation. Oh, here's something nice. A gold tie clasp. A gold tie clasp? No. Well, how about a gold keychain? No. How about gold cufflinks? Look, mister, I don't want to get him anything. He can melt down. <laughs> Gee, I wish I could think of something. Well, miss, perhaps I could help you better if you told me how closely you two are associated. Are, uh, are you engaged? Uh, no, we're not. Is he your boyfriend? No, as a matter of fact, he treats me more like a sister. How about a pencil sharpener? <laughs> a pencil sharpener? Yes, we ship one to Chicago every year. <laughs> it goes to a girl named Flossie. Uh, you mean Florence? Well, I feel like I know her. <laughs> hey, Mary... Mary, let's not keep losing each other. Yeah, I spend more... Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, hello, hello. It's uh, on the way to Chicago. So, <laughs> wait a minute. This year, I was going to get my sister something different. <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's go. You know, it's amazing how everybody knows I'm a comedian. <laughs> Mary, I'm going to get something else for my sister. Now, is there anything else, sir? Well, I don't know, baby. Uh, 
Let's see what I bought so far. Well, there's one black negligee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for my ever-loving wife. Oh, you you're married? Am I married? Why, I'm married to Alice Faye, the sweetest <laughs> little gal who ever... Oh, come on now, baby, stop crying. There ain't enough of me for everybody. <laughs> yes, sir. Happens every time. That's part one of the Jack Benny program. More of Hollywood 360 after these words. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, Carl Amari here. During the month of December, you can digitally download Amos and Andy Volume 1. 12 comedy episodes of Amos and Andy Volume 1 is regularly priced at $19.99, but it's yours for only $9.99 via digital download this month only. Also on sale during December at 50% off is Classic Radio's Greatest Christmas Shows Volume 1. 12 Christmas episodes including Fibber McGee and Molly, The Great Gildersleeve, The Bing Crosby Show, My Favorite Husband, Nero Wolf, Our Miss Brooks, Suspense, and more. Classic Radio's Greatest Christmas Shows Volume 1 is regularly priced at $19.99, but it's yours for only $9.99 via digital download this month only. Visit ClassicRadioStore.com today and digitally download the Amos and Andy Show Volume 1 and Classic Radio's Greatest Christmas Shows Volume 1 at half price. In January, these two collections will go back to full price, so don't miss them while they're on sale during December. Log on to ClassicRadioStore.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Next time, it's the conclusion to the Jack Benny program. Then we'll tune in to A Christmas Carol starring Edmund Gwen on Stars Over Hollywood from 1951. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you all next time right here on Hollywood 360. 